open up with a hand clap of praise to Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now let's give the Lord a hand clap for those who can't make it to church and those in Haiti that had to stay home today. They don't. They have to worship the Lord from their home because of what's transpiring down there. Let's give one more hand clap for those who are not able to make it to the house of the Lord today. The devil is fighting against them. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. We glorify your name. Glory to your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, those in Haiti are not able to make it to church today, but Pastor Willis asked them to stay home for safety's sake because some of the gangs down in Haiti have... uh, uh, broken into the prisons and released a lot of prisoners and they're now just such chaos are running wild down there uh, that it, it's not been safe for some time but now it's uh, really not safe so we definitely want to uplift uh, you know, the good people of the Lord down there uh, Pastor Willis and his entire congregation that the Lord uh, just be that protected hand upon them today hallelujah uh, that there definitely needs uh, to be a mighty change take place down in that country of Haiti, and uh, the um, all the gang people, the gang leaders, and uh, members down there are just controlling everything. And I think uh, Sister Debbie had posted this morning. They're afraid that if um, the I think they call, they're calling the Prime Minister or, uh, when he comes back, they're even afraid for his life. Uh, so we just need to uplift him. This is Missionary Sunday, so missionaries are on our hearts and prayers, uh, today being the first Sunday of the month. And so we want to uplift every missionary uh, around the world uh, in our prayers, but uh, especially those in Haiti right now uh, that is in harm's way. We know the Lord is mightily able to protect them. But yes. Not many announcements for this week. Don't see any birthdays or anniversaries this week, but we do have our corporate prayer meeting on Wednesday at 7 p.m. So everyone uh, remember that. Come Wednesday, we'll have uh, get together uh, and have our devotion and have time of corporate prayer. And uh, this is always a great time in the Lord. Uh, being in prayer meeting, the Lord moves in a mighty way. So uh, make an effort to be with us this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Uh, for this corporate prayer meeting. And so we are looking forward to that. Next Sunday, a week from today, you get that wonderful spring forward. <laughs> you, you, unless you go to bed early, you're going to lose an hour. If you stay up as late as you normally do, it's going to come on you a whole lot quicker. So uh, you'll, we will spring forward next Sunday, um, March the 10th, it says there. So uh, just remember that. Uh, that we will be going forward an hour. So, and the pastor said there's a business meeting after church next Sunday as well. So, uh, remember that uh, we'll be doing our annual business meeting uh, next Sunday after church. So, spring forward business meeting coming up. Praise the Lord. Also, it today started a new quarter uh, Sunday school. It also is a new quarter for the Shepherd's Voice that the pastor comes out with, and he let me know that he's got a new uh, one out for this quarter. Uh, they're on the uh, welcoming desk out there, so be sure to uh, get one. I believe I saw Sister Angie passing some out, so if you haven't got one, uh, be sure and get this quarter's uh, Shepherd's Voice. So uh, those are out there. And also, I mentioned already our uh, corporate prayer on Wednesday. 
If you have a specific prayer request that you want us to remember on Wednesday, uh, be sure and write it down on a prayer request card uh, and drop it uh, there in a the box on the welcome desk. We'll be sure and get those on this Wednesday as well. So don't forget uh, about that. Praise Jesus. I think that is most announcements for today. Let's go to our devotion this morning. And we're going to go to the book of Psalm, uh, chapter 27. We're going to read uh, three verses there. This is a Psalm of David, Psalm 27. We're going to read 4, 5, and 6. Psalm 27, 4, 5, and 6. Verse 4 starts out like this. says, One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I will seek. Now, we all uh, desire certain things, and we seek after that which we desire. You know, and I, I dare say, not only in our own sanctuary, I'm not speaking of just uh, regular folks here. I'm just speaking about human beings in general, people in general. Sunday, Sunday, uh, Sunday mornings could could have some more people in it if they were truly seeking the Lord. I hear a whole lot more people claim they're Christians and following after Christ, but they're they're not in the church houses on Sunday seeking after the Lord uh, for changes uh, in this land alone. I think that speaks volumes. But David said, one thing he has desired, and that he will seek. If you seek after the Lord, if you desire the things of the Lord, you're going to seek after him. Hallelujah. And I know you can do it at your house, but there's something to be said about coming together in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Verse 5, for in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle. He shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. Hallelujah. I'm so glad of that today. I want want to be hid in his pavilion in the secrecy of his tabernacle. Hallelujah. And only he can set you on the rock. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. On a firm foundation, Jesus is that rock and that foundation. Verse 6 said, and now, everybody said now. Now. My head shall be lifted up. And this ain't talking about being beheaded. (laughs) And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. I don't care what your situation and your enemy is. We We have many enemies, and we can talk about every one. There's, there's many things that comes against us, but we are set up above all of that, hallelujah, above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord, hallelujah. I'm so thankful today for the Lord's presence. I'm thankful for his secret place that that I can uh, dwell there. I seek after that. I desire after that. I want I wonder how many here desires the much of the Lord that you that you want to be in his secret place. You desire my, my, my. to be set upon that rock that all yes. of that trouble is down below you. You are risen of above that. Hallelujah. He is here to protect you. He is here to care for you, take care for you. Hallelujah. And I'm going to sing praises to him. I'm going to glorify his name. I'm going to joyfully shout today the praises of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because he's given me salvation. He's given me a hope. And I'm going to hold on to that hope. I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to praise him with everything that I can today. Hallelujah. Let's stand this afternoon as Sister Cassie comes.
Let's forget about everything else that's going on. I don't care what it is that you brought in here, that you tried to bring in here with you in your mind and your thinking. Let's let all of that fall to the wayside. Let's be set upon that rock. Let all of that other trouble be down there. We're not thinking about it. We're not worrying about it. All we are concerned with right now is praising and singing aloud, shouting aloud the joyous praise of Jesus Christ and let him have his way in the service today. Hallelujah.
Yes, I do, Lord.
What's our reason for living today? Come on. Is to worship you. Oh, I love you, Lord. I worship you. Oh, I worship you. Hallelujah. I worship you. Ah, Jesus. Is to
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
She's sure glad and proud. Yes. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Whoo, glory to his name. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Whoo, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to his name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, praise his holy name. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, hallelujah, hallelujah. It is great to see that when the Lord changes the heart and life and that the blood is applied, hallelujah, that you can see the, the Holy Spirit moving and working in different ones' lives. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And they're not ashamed. They're bold for Him. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for those who are bold in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. There, there is some who were baptized in the name of Jesus, but yet it's like that joy isn't fully there or something because we the, the boldness isn't there. You know, the, uh, many people who are baptized in the name of Jesus and the Lord truly has done something in their life. He's, he has completely changed them from what they were. Maybe they lived a different lifestyle. There's some that are so bold and they are so outspoken for Jesus. And I feel in my spirit today that this is what the Lord is wanting is the boldness to, to be there, the boldness to come back for the name of Jesus, to, to share it with those who we come in contact with, to share it and proudly proclaim the name of Jesus and what he has done in our life, how he has changed us, how he has turned us around. It is not time to be quiet on the Lord. It is not time to not come to his house and not praise him and worship him for what he did at the cross for us. Hallelujah. Because it is only through Jesus Christ that we will have eternal life. He did it for us, me and you, those who are in here, but he also did it for everyone that is out in the world. 
Hallelujah. And where is the boldness that will go out and seek those who have not heard or known about or have rejected the name of Jesus time and time again? He is looking for those who are willingly to boldly stand up and proclaim the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, praise his name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, just stir that in my heart. Hallelujah. Praise His holy name. This is Missionary Sunday, and uh, we will be taking up our missionary offering today. So we've already mentioned uh, the trouble that is going on in Haiti. And, you know, Haiti is not the only country around uh, this world that uh, those missionaries there proclaiming uh, the name of Jesus are being uh, tortured and killed even for the name of Jesus. Uh, and so we need to uplift um Every country. There's one that's I can't think of right now, but it's in uh, Africa. I think it starts with an N. I can't remember. But anyway, there's one I know is really um, the uh, the Muslim uh, Brotherhood is really going around killing all those who believe in the name of Jesus. And uh, we hear about situations in China where uh, churches are being burnt down, and anyone who proclaims the name of Jesus, they uh, there's just killings going on. There's torturing going on. Uh, so that lets me know, number one, that, uh, that the devil uh, is on the move and working. But it also lets me know, number two, that there's, there's no name greater than the name of Jesus and all the powers in that name. Because if it weren't, they wouldn't be coming against uh, the kingdom of God so hard. Hallelujah. So uh, you know that if you're on the, the Jesus side, you're on the right side. And because you're on this side, you're, go- you're going to have persecution, you know. Uh, and it's come to this land as well. There, uh, I don't. Uh, there's those. Uh, there was five or six that got uh, charged with trying to uh, block a um, um, an abortion site here in Tennessee, uh, and they were going to sentence them to, I, I believe, five or six years in jail or something like that. But you know, so. These things are happening. It's only going to continue to happen. That's the, right. The, the lady, um, yes. pastor may remember the lady, the uh, Kentucky lady. She was a county court clerk who refused to issue a marriage license for a same-sex couple, and now she's got some sort of um, what they call it when it's like a personal judgment against her for some amount of money for those people. A uh, civil case, I think, is what they call it. So she's got she's she's fighting this battle. But you know what? That doesn't matter. God's still going to make a way no matter what judgment comes down. We, you know, God is going to make a way. He's going to open a door. And this, uh, this woman and these folks, uh, no matter the judgments come against you, we still got to be willing to be bold and speak the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. How many know he will open a door? He will oh, make yes. a way. Oh, Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise yeah. his name. Is he not worth it? Is he not worth it? He got he got spat in the face. He he got uh, smacked and kicked and punched, and he still took that cross to Calvary for you. He gladly shed his blood because he looked down through the years to you, Sister Tina. He knew that you would accept him and receive him. Hallelujah! Woo! Praise his holy name. He is worth it. He is worth every bit of it. Hallelujah! So let's be bold for the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! And let's remember our missionary. That's where I was. I'm, I uh, got off. My ADD got me or something. I got off. But anyway, uh, let's remember our missionaries. And uh, I want to also mention, too, this is uh, Missionary Conference Month. And over at FAC, they will be having Missionary Conference uh, the 20th, 
21st and 22nd. 7 o'clock is the service times, and uh, so that will be coming up the 20th, 21st, 22nd. If you want to give, we uh, on our Wednesday night services, with the exception of this coming Wednesday, we don't take an offering. But if you want to give like our, you would normally give an offering on Wednesday uh, that would normally go in our deacon fund, what we're receiving is going to missions conference. So everything you give, 100% of it, Nothing comes out and goes to anybody. Every 100% of all monies uh, that are given and offering for missions will go to missions, uh, and we know they uh, greatly need it uh, around the world. And so we're, uh, just remember our missions coming up, and we are going to ask the blessings over tithes and offerings at this time. Praise the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we just give you praise and glory for this week. We thank you for your hand of protection upon us and your favor, Lord. And Lord, right now we just ask you, Lord, to be with each and every missionary around the world that boldly proclaims and speaks your name, the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. No matter where they are, open doors to them. We ask for your protection upon them, Father. Hallelujah. You know what's going on in every in every location. So Lord, we know there are those who are seeking you around the world. We know that there are men and women and children who are crying out to you. They're wanting uh, someone to come speak to them. And we have missionaries who give their heart and soul and life to your work and to the kingdom of God. So we ask you, Lord, to bless each and every one with health and with strength, with provision and with safety, Father. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we ask blessing upon uh, the gift and the giver today. In the mighty name of Jesus, let everyone say... Amen. God bless you as you give today. Hallelujah. Well, greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in me. Sister Sue uh, come to me and uh, reminded me about this young young man that is miss, missing, this 15-year-old boy. Is his name Christian? Shabat, Sebastian. 
He, he's been missing for several days now, and they've been a great search going on. And uh, she wanted if we might just uh, say a prayer uh, for him, and, and I told her we would do that. So let's just agree together in the Lord right now for this young uh, 15-year-old boy that uh, they are looking for. Let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come to you right now. Lord, this young man, uh, Sebastian, that has been missing for several days, and they've been le- looking for him, Lord. We just ask, Lord, that you will open uh, the eyes of those who are searching, Lord, that you will uh, bring this young man to safety, Lord. Whatever has uh, happened to him, wherever he has wandered to, or Lord, if, if there is uh, something that has taken place and he, maybe someone has taken him, Lord, we just ask for his protection right now. We ask for him to be found and located right now and brought back to his family. Hallelujah. We just praise you and you glorify your name. We thank you, Lord, for all the efforts of those who are working right now. Give them strength and endurance, Lord. Hallelujah. To see this through in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Everyone said amen, amen. Praise the Lord. This time we're going to ask Brother Grogan to come up. Your name just about went, brother, on me. Sometimes it just goes in an instant. We're going to ask him to come up. Maybe he might uh, uh, give us a little uh, testimony, but he's going to give us a song this afternoon. So give the Lord a hand clap as Brother Grogan comes up today. Hallelujah. Let's proclaim it.
Hallelujah. This uh, being the start of March, we have uh, Easter Sunday uh, at the end of the month. Um, so it's just about one, two, three, four Sundays away. So Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday is on the 31st. And I thought I remembered seeing in the bulletin about uh, bringing in some eggs or candy that we're going to have a uh, Easter egg hunt on that day. So I don't believe I mentioned that at the start of the service. So I wanted to uh, let it remind everybody that and let you know that Easter is fastly approaching uh, upon us. So we, our minds and, and hearts uh, and songs of worship will definitely be upon Jesus and the blood and, and uh, laying down his life and rising up again. Hallelujah. So we're so thankful for that. It's a joyous celebration time. Hallelujah. Easter. Hallelujah. So thankful. Uh, like one uh, songwriter said, Friday's good because Sunday's coming. Hallelujah. So uh, you might wonder why they call it Good Friday if that's when Jesus was crucified. And why in the world they call it Good Friday? Because Sunday is coming. Hallelujah. He resurrected. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo, glory to the name of the Lord. We're going to uh, uh, stand and uh, greet one another right now. Dismiss for Children's Church today as we change the order of the service. Hallelujah. It feels so good just being here again. It feels so good feeling what I feel again. Oh, there's nothing I love better than God's people coming together. Feels so good just being here again. It
All right, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise as you make your way back to your seat. Hallelujah. God is good. And all the time, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's good to be in the house of the Lord on today. We appreciate uh, everybody who has um, come out and uh, missing quite a few today, but uh, we're glad for you that are here. We appreciate those that are watching by means of the live stream and those that will pick it up and watch it later on during the week because we know we have um, several that go in there and watch it uh, in the days ahead. But uh, I'm just thankful this beautiful day God has given us and uh, here to worship the Lord. And I... Uh, I covered your prayers this morning. Uh, uh, I have a uh, issue with a hip that acts up on me every now and then. I may not be doing a whole lot of walking around unless the Lord touches me on this because uh, I'm, I'm having some difficulties with it. Uh, kind of goes and comes. So just uh, remember me in prayer as I minister today. And uh, I have a, a message from the Lord. Uh, that I feel like um, is something that's of eternal, will be of eternal value to each and every one of us. And uh, I have gotten uh, some confirmation uh, from this already in the service and um, different ones talking, even from Brother, uh, Brother Kyle teaching the lesson, some of the comments that he made, and then uh Ronnie's uh devotion uh where David said one there's one thing he desired uh and um, he talked about how that people desire many different things uh and uh you're going to see that this is going to kind of fit uh right in with what this is today and we're going to uh, I've chosen a um a passage of scripture I feel like it's uh, probably uh, recognizable to everybody in the book of Luke, uh, the 12th chapter. I'm going to be reading from verse 16 down to verse 21 for our opening text today, our scripture reference. Luke chapter 12, verses 16 through 21. <clears throat> and this is what it reads like. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, You've got many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, fool. Hmm. Notice that. He didn't say foolish man. He just plain out said fool. This night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasure for himself 
and is not rich toward God. And from that passage, I want to talk to you a little bit today on this subject. Being rich toward God. Being rich toward God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come today, we thank you and praise you for this service. We have felt your presence in the worship service, and we just thank you, God, for your goodness and your grace. And now, God, I'm asking, God, that you will touch us, Lord, and help us to deliver the word that you have given us today, a word that will um, um, speak uh, wisdom and uh, help us, Lord, to, uh, to go on for you and to do better. In Jesus' name, we ask and pray. Let the church say, God bless you, you can be seated. I don't think my message will be very long today, but we're going to make it kind of directly to the point. Now, for the most of us, as Americans especially, our life is consumed with obtaining what has come to be known as the American dream. Although, because of... Uh, People in leadership the last few years, that dream has become to be more of a nightmare than a dream. But anyway, we get consumed with that. We work and we strive to do better, to achieve better, and live better. All of that is good. There's nothing wrong with that and nothing sinful about that in its place. In its place. Where the problem comes in is when we let all that consume us and we fail to give God His proper place in our lives. As believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, our chief aim and goal should um, be striving to become rich Toward God. Amen. That every one of us today, that ought to be your number one priority. Amen. That ought to be your chief aim and goal. If you claim to be a believer in the Word of God and claim to be a believer in the in Jesus Christ, heaven should be your goal, not nothing on this earth. Now, this prosperous farmer. In this parable that Jesus spoke about, number one, he had an issue with his self. Hallelujah. He had an issue with his self. If you notice there in those short few verses, there were five different times that he said, I will, I will, I will. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But... Uh, it's best that we learn that we don't do nothing unless God allows it. We don't do nothing unless God helps us. Hallelujah. It's not about I, it's about Him. It's not about I, but it's about Him. But he had, So he had this issue. And um, this man had gained everything he could have imagined or hoped for in his life. 
I mean, it just all fell in place for him. He had gained it all. But he failed in preparing for himself since he thought about himself so much. He failed to prepare for himself treasures in heaven. He didn't think about that. His total focus was down here in this life. Hallelujah. It's kind of like the story I heard of the guy uh, that uh, uh, went, went to heaven and uh, got up there and he saw all the beautiful gold mansions and the streets of gold and, uh, and just all the splendor and everything. And as, as uh, uh, St. Peter was walking him through the, through the uh, place, finally got all the way to the back corner and there was a little old uh, one-room shotgun like we used to call them years ago when I was a kid, shotgun-type house. And uh, the roof all patched up and everything. And he said, Lord, uh, I don't understand this. Look at all these other mansions and look at this shack I've got here. And St. Peter looked at him and said, well, I'm sorry we did the best we could do with everything you sent up. Hello, somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's the way this prosperous farmer was. He had prepared everything and received everything he could possibly imagine, dreamed and hoped for in this life. But his tragic story should be a lesson for all of us who we need to realize that we need to be rich toward God. That's the most important thing that we should think about and try to achieve is being rich toward God. Not what's in the bank account or not what's in the pocketbook. Hallelujah, it's a good thing because I don't have much in need. Hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. But we need to strive, amen, on being rich toward God. Now, there's a couple things that I want to share with you in the course of this message today. Amen. And the first one is that we've got to realize, and I want to drive this home to everybody, that number one, everything of this earth will pass away. Everything that you see, feel, and touch is going to pass away sometime. I find it strange that we all, and I'm bar none here when I say we all, Spend so much of our time on things that are disposable. Think about that. Things that will never last. Hallelujah. That house that you live in, that car you drive, that, uh, that job or career or whatever, whatever it may be um, earthly in this life, it's all disposable. Amen. It's not going to be here forever. It's not going to last. I look at John, 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 16 and see what John had to say. He said, do not love the world or the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world, notice this is passing away. 
and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. Hallelujah. The main thing I want to I want to dig into in these scriptures is that the world is passing away. Everything that we we pour our life into, our strength, our energy. Amen. And we we leave most of the time the most important things undone, such as family such as the house of God, such as the word of God. Hallelujah. Those things are the most important thing. I don't care what it is you achieve. And I have, I have been around long enough and preached enough funerals down through the years. There's been many. Where, and I've seen people that I, that I knew Everything they thought about was on what they possessed, what they had. And I know a few of them, when they finally left here and went away, there were some times that everything that they worked so hard to, to get and to own, a lot of it went to people they didn't even like in life. Hello, somebody. Amen. What I'm saying is that stuff don't mean nothing, but yet we run after it like fighting a fire. I mean, we just go and get it and get it and get it. But it's going to pass away. It's all going bye-bye. You're not going to be able to hold on to it. This earth and all that is in it is passing away. So the question is, why do we spend the greater part of our lives investing in a ship that is sinking faster than the Titanic? Come on. Hallelujah. We all know the story of the Titanic. If you didn't know the history, at least the movie that came out a few years about it. Hallelujah. And basically, people that are not in the house of God today, maybe it's out working extra overtime to gain this and gain that. All that they are doing, amen, is, uh, is, is investing in a ship that's sinking faster than the Titanic. Hallelujah. Amen. But some of us are so thick-skulled, we just can't get it through our heads. Because here's it. Now, I'm I ask that question, why do we spend the greater part of our lives investing in something that's going down? Now I'm going to answer that question, because, look at your neighbor and say, because. Our concept of what's most important is flawed, and it leads us down the wrong path. You, me, everybody else. Our concept of what we think is, uh, is the most important is flawed. And those flawed thoughts and concepts is leading everyone down the wrong path. Because we are not seeking after the most important thing. Hallelujah. I don't think there will ever be anybody when they get to down to the last few minutes of their life 
is going to think and wish. I wish I'd have worked a little harder. I wish I'd have given my, my company a little more time or the company I work for a little more time. Hallelujah. Before, before you get cold good and get covered up good in the ground, that company that you spent your life for, they're going to put somebody right in your place and they're going to just keep on trucking. Hallelujah. Amen. We got to realize the most important things in our life. But I, I'm not going to leave you right there. I, I'm going to give you some hope. Hallelujah. I'm going to bring you some hope today. Even though, even our bodies of flesh is turning old, and I can tell that this morning with what this hip is doing to me right now. Hallelujah. Even though our bodies is getting old and headed back to the dust from which it came, and though we struggle with days of pain and sorrow in our life, if you invest now, Here's your hope. If you invest now in being rich toward God, you will have eternal wealth that will never pass or fade away. Glory. Hallelujah. This morning I was I was thinking of a song that Sister Darla and I used to sing years ago. Matter of fact, we had it put uh, put on a um, uh, you got you're gonna have to be as old as I am to know what this is, but we had this put on a 45 record. And uh, it was on one side of it. So, and, uh, when we did that, I didn't know what I was singing about. But now I know what I was singing about way back then, several years ago. I, I know my limbs will grow old and be turned weary by and by and vision's going to fade away from these uh, uh, aging eyes. Oh, yes, this old body is going to lay down and die, but no, 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 not I. I'll never die. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Woo. Woo, I'm beginning to feel. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm feeling the anointing now, and the pain's leaving. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We got to invest. Amen. In what is right. Second Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16. Therefore, we do not lose heart. I'm telling you, don't give up hope. Hallelujah. Don't think it don't mean nothing. Hallelujah. But he said, therefore, we do not lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. No, 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 no. I'll never die. I'm only going to move to my home on high. Woo! Hallelujah. Glory to God. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceedingly and eternal weight and glory. Why? We do not look. Here it is now. We don't look at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Get your eyes off of what you can see. None of it's going to last. Hallelujah, it's only temporal. It's only temporary. But the things you can't see is eternal. Give God praise. Woo. Hallelujah. Think of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So, with all that in mind and all that in view, 
comes to the second point in my message that we need to strive for incorruptible inheritance. Strive for an incorruptible inheritance. Church, there's coming a great reward for those who have lived a life to be rich toward God. There will be an incorruptible inheritance which will never fade or pass. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 5. Notice what he says. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away reserved in heaven for you, 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 you. Go ahead, run after that next new home. Go ahead, kill yourself over that next new car. Amen, or whatever it is that you consume your life. Hallelujah, but I'm going to strive to make heaven my goal. Hallelujah, my new home. I ain't got my mind on temporary things. I got my mind on... The Bible says you uh, who have been risen with Christ, uh, seek ye things that are above uh, and not on things that's on the earth. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, amen. I'm about ready to do the Holy Ghost two-step. Uh, oh, glory. Hallelujah. Thank God. Uh, amen. That's what we need to be focusing on. That's what we need to be focused on. Hallelujah. An inheritance, incorruptible and undefiled, that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. Whew. I'm just rejoicing in my soul right now, thinking about this. Hallelujah. Why? We all know this. You understood this and you knew this before long before I even started talking about it this morning. We all know. We understand. But isn't it amazing how there's certain things that we always get always gets moved back to the back of the burner? Hmm. We'll sit there and we'll say, Pastor's right, Pastor's right. But a lot of us forget what the pastor was right about before we cross the gate and going outside. Come on. As Brother Carl used to say, whoop, 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 glory. It's the truth anyhow. Hallelujah. I can't do it like he did it. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, we got an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled. But let me tell you something. That promise is not towards any lukewarm or casual Christian. Those scriptures I just read, that you got something reserved in heaven. That promise, as Peter wrote it, was not given to lukewarm, casual Christians. Think about that. Think about that. 
It's not given to people whose life is dominated by the cares of this life. You just well, if, if your life is consumed by the cares of this life, and always what's going on around here, what you see temporally, you just well as go ahead and take your ink pen and scratch those verses right there out of your Bible because they ain't going to mean nothing to you. Amen. Because it's not promised to anybody that's a lukewarm or just casual Christian or believer and whose life is dominated by the cares of this life. But that promise is promised to those who are rich toward God. To those who are rich toward God. And also this promise speaks of true riches which can't be compared to anything we might receive or acquire on earth in this life. I got one more scripture <coughs> I want to carry you to before I close. And we're going to go into Revelations. No, not Revelations. <laughs> Hallelujah. Revelation. Chapter 21, verses 1 through 5. Hallelujah. I don't know what I would have done if I'd been like John on the Isle of Patmos and he was able to see this vision of heaven. But this is what he wrote down. He wrote down, of course, that's what God told him to do at the beginning of Revelation. He said, the things that you see right now, book. Send it to the churches. Well, we're, we're one of those churches right here, right now. So what he saw, he's sending it to us right now. I want you to take it that personal because it's meant for us right here, right now. And this is what he said. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. There ain't a building around here that's going to be left standing. I'm so thankful how God has blessed us with this facility. I think I've told you before, every time I come here, even when I come over here during the week to do work in the office or work around somewhere, when I get here, I get on this property and I open the doors and I come in. I find a place in there and I say, Lord, I want to thank you for this facility that you've given us. And Lord, we dedicated for the worship of your name and the declaration of your word. Hallelujah. And as long as I'm around, that's what's going to be used for. Hallelujah. Anything else we try to use it for, we're going to be like Jesus and go around and start turning over tables. Cast, casting the money changers away. Come on, somebody. So I, I, I'm, I'm happy and I'm thankful so much. I, I just wish that, uh, I wish that brother, brother Hale could see where we're at now. Some of them other saints, Sister Hale. Hallelujah. Sister Shelton, Brother Charlie Shelton. Hallelujah. Some of them 
that we thought so much of so Sister Sister Taylor. Anybody know who I'm talking about when I say Sister Taylor? Sister Richards, that shouting Indian lady, hallelujah. She got under the spirit and she just did a, a Indian war dance, hallelujah. Hallelujah. On her own, Sister Summers. Amen. I can just I can just continue the name of God. I just but one of these days we'll be able to sit down with them and we'll tell them how we are enjoying something right now because of what they did, because of how they worked and how they labored. He said, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. Hallelujah. For the first earth had passed away. So one day, even this, this nice building is going to be gone. It's temporary. That's why we shouldn't put more emphasis on what it is and what's in here. That's the most important thing. Because the church is not the building, it's the people. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes, there should be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There should be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Oh, hallelujah. Then he sat on the throne and said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said, And be right, for these words are true and faithful. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. That's why my focus is on heaven. That's why I'm going to concentrate on things above and not on things beneath. Hallelujah. Because that can't be taken away from me. Hallelujah. The devil can't steal it from me. Hallelujah. And my name was written in the Lamb's book of life by the blood of Jesus Christ before I was even born. And the devil or nobody else can erase that. Hallelujah. It's worth fighting for. It's worth living for. And most of all, it's worth dying for. Everybody stand together. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe you need to. Uh, maybe you need to do a little repenting this morning. Maybe you need to ask God to forgive you for focusing more on earthly things and spiritual things. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how your condition is there. But. I think we all can make a commitment. Say, Lord, by your help, we're going to we're going to begin to stop looking at the temporal 
we're going to we're going to get off the Titanic and we're going to get on the old ship of Zion. Hallelujah! Huh? Come on! I'm I, I'm transferring my ticket right now. Hallelujah! I'm getting off the Titanic. I'm getting on the old ship of Zion. Hallelujah! We used to sing a song, a congregation song, years ago. Well, I've got good news to bring. That is why I sing all my joy. With him I share. Cause I'm gonna take a trip in the good old gospel ship and go sailing through the air. I'm gonna sing that. Well, hallelujah, if I can get a key, hallelujah. Well, I'm gonna take a trip in the good old gospel. Amazing what the anointing of God can do. Woo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There, 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 there was a time while ago, I, I think I even mentioned to Brother Kyle back there. I said, I said, I may have to sit down and preach in the chair today. Hallelujah. Oh, my Lord. But God, but God. Hallelujah. Amen. What, what I think about it, here's what I think about it. You can't lose what I use. Mm. Hallelujah. I've been around long enough to know it works. It works. Hallelujah. How in the world can people look at this and think this is a put on, this is a show, this is a phony? This is the, this is the most real thing in this world. Hallelujah. And we are all blessed because we're all a part of it. We're all a part of it. My Lord, my Lord, hallelujah. Uh, if you um, got a special prayer request, I want to mention again, get one of them um, 
prayer cards and fill it out so we can put it on the screen. That's what we go by, what we put on the screen on prayer night. So if you got a special prayer request, and make sure you pick up the newest copy. And also, I, I would, your pastor would really appreciate it if you'd pick up uh, an extra copy or two and pass it out somewhere else. I mean, we've been doing good now for about a year and a half doing this. I'd like to get it out beyond its four walls. I, I am sitting down uh, now and mailing a few out to people. Um, no, I just I got a new one from a, a gentleman in Indiana. I'll be mailing him one by mail. And uh, that's what we want to do, just to kind of get it out. Uh, the title of this uh, this quarter is A Recipe for Revival. If you're concerned about revival and what, what we need to do to have revival, this is going to tell you about it. Hallelujah. Wednesday night, prayer time, and uh, our first lady is going to be doing the devotion so we're going to be blessed with her doing this art of opening devotion Wednesday night. Hope you can be here and join us. Let's all bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come today, we thank you and we praise you for this service. I especially want to thank you how you bless me in, in this message today, Lord. You touch me. I thank you, Lord. Bless each and every one. Keep everybody safe as they travel on the roads. And it's time to meet again. In Jesus Christ's holy mighty name, let the church say, God bless you, we love you in the Lord. Hallelujah.